Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast for this week. It's me, Jermaine, here. Um, really great to be with you this week. So, guys, you know, one thing that I get asked quite a lot about um, is to really share what is it I read in order to kind of build mindset, productivity, and just try to get a bit more of an edge, be it in my personal life with the businesses that we run or in my work life um, where I've got a banking profession. And you know, folks, it's one of the most important things to me. Anybody who's come to my home will have seen we've got many bookshelves, they're all filled, and we really try to devour books to try and build out that mindset and build our personal skills. One fantastic book that I really want to talk to you about today is the book um, Anti-Fragile by Nassim Nicholas Taleb. You know, Anti-Fragile is one of these really, really, really interesting books that is kind of, it can be at times deeply philosophical, mathematical, and if you try to really get into it, I think you can probably sometimes feel a little bit lost. Well, what I want to try and do today is to try and break down just some very, very simple key things that I took from it. You'll see how many of the pages I've got marked up here. Just some simple key things that I took from it just to try and apply to my day-to-day -day life to try to become a bit of a better person. It's really simple and what we're going to do guys is we'll look at the frameworks themselves first and then just think about how we can try to apply it more in a day-to-day -day context with a few examples. So one of the things that Taleb I think really talks about and it's an important one when we think about what we do day-to-day -day, is how we look for opportunities in life. Now, Leanne and I were having a really interesting conversation just on Friday where she was mentioning to me sometimes feeling a little bit unsure about sharing opinions that she had. Definitely, and, and this was more in a work context, where she definitely felt she's got the platform to share, of course has got the right and an opportunity to share, but sometimes there's just something that's kind of niggling in the mind that just gives some of us a little bit of a barrier and I think everybody on this on this show can sometimes relate you get to a point where you've got an idea you've got a thought and for whatever reason you just sometimes can't quite get it out and get it shared with the group you're working with well one of the things that Taleb talks about with anti-fragile is that as we grow through the world we need to get stronger through times of disorder or times of challenge and one of the ways to kind of really demonstrate that strength is to look for those opportunities to share what it is that we're thinking, what it is that's in our mind, and to really give ourselves a chance to interact more with people. And that's the really key first point that I want to take, that I want we, us all to take from this, guys. When we try to become anti-fragile, so that's when we try to become stronger in very challenging times, one of the things that we can absolutely do is look for those chances to share more of what we're thinking with the people around us in order to try to grow within the environments that we exist. That's going to be the real summary point, guys, because as much as we always find ourselves in a position where we may look and be a little bit reluctant or may look and be sometimes a little bit scared to really get our point across, if we can just kind of slow down Remember that everybody around us is possibly in that same boat of feeling a little bit reluctant and a little bit scared. And if we can really start to look and remember, sharing and contribution is the key thing. And then sometimes, frankly, the reaction that we get is a bit secondary. 
we may find ourselves in a position where we're looking at our opportunity slightly differently. We're sharing more, but through that sharing, we give ourselves better opportunities to grow. That's a really big one, guys. The second point that I think is probably quite linked to it is the importance of reducing assumptions. So what Taleb is saying in the book is that I think effectively we can sometimes get caught up a little bit in our own minds. And so one of the things that we can all do quite a lot and probably more often than we'd like is sometimes we just make a lot of assumptions about the things that we see around us. We assume how people may react. We assume how things may turn out. We assume what somebody wants. And really what that assumption is doing is it's making us spend a lot of time in our own heads and we're not really then getting out and communicating with the, with the world. We're not learning with the world. We're not engaging with the world. We're not feeling things from the world. So we've got to realise, guys, that for our own mindsets and for our own personal productivity, it's really important that we are out engaging with people and engaging with the world. We need to spend less time in our own minds. And one of the ways to do that is to just reduce the assumptions that we're making and then open ourselves up a little bit more to what the world has got in, in front of us. So, again, the third point I think really jumps out from this book, folks, is how important it is to learn from what Taleb talks about as being volatility. Really and truly, I think volatility can just mean pretty much the world that we've all just been living in for the last 18 months. I mean, volatility is all about things being uncertain, is all about highs and lows, um, is all about extremes. And it can be extreme joy, it can be extreme pressure, and it can be everything in between. Most of us would look and say, tell me about COVID, right? That's just been what we've been looking through and living through. We've all been living through this really volatile time. The big thing that I'm going to wager could really separate those people who are going to go on to great success and those people who may struggle a bit more is how much we've learned from that COVID time. You know, personally, I can share with you, we've probably read about 100 books in the last 18 months. Um, we still obviously try to contribute to the channel. We're doing a lot more in terms of mentoring outside of outside of our um, like personal commitments. So you're trying to learn a little bit through this time. You're learning from others. You're learning from the world. Learn about yourself. So it's really important, guys, that we spend that time doing that learning and that self-reflection. Because when we learn through volatility, we end up getting stronger. We can help make ourselves more anti-fragile. And the last point that I'm going to make, and I think this has been one that's really been transformational for me, is what Taleb talks about in terms of subtractive thinking. Now, just bear with me. Let me explain this a little bit here. What Taleb effectively says is it's a lot easier for us to know if something is wrong rather than having to prove something else is right. And when I looked and thought about that, I was initially a little bit confused. I thought, what is this guy really, really getting at? And the simplest way that I can really think of it is probably in terms of health. And this is where I think, you know, Leanne and I are really trying to change what we're doing. It's a lot easier for you to know that it's not a great idea to eat bad food four days a week from takeaways. Or it's not a great idea to drink alcohol every day. It's a lot easier for you to know and feel comfortable that, that that's not a great idea than it is for you to prove 
why eating vegetables is good for you. Make sense? It's like we can very quickly, very, very quickly know what we think is not a great idea. And it's a lot quicker than trying to prove something else is right. So Taleb kind of says, folks, save yourself some time. Don't be in such a rush to try to prove certain things. Sometimes look instead on the other side of the coin and think about what am I pretty sure is wrong here? And when you can try to avoid those things that are wrong, you need to spend a lot less time and effort trying to prove things that are right. What it does is it saves you time in getting on a better track to progress. And that is really what underpins so much of what this incredible book is really about. When we all sit there in our homes, in our place of comfort, and we try to be better people in the world, we're always trying to make progress, trying to improve ourselves on a day-to-day -day basis. And the quicker we can actually get to that point of making progress, the more we're looking for opportunities, the more we reduce assumptions, the more we learn from that volatility all around us, and the more that we quickly try to look and say, what do we know is going to help us get on that right track to progress is the more we've got a chance of being anti-fragile, is the more we've got a chance of being stronger in times of disorder. Guys, those are some of the key takeaways that I took from this incredible book. You'll see how I've marked it up. That's just to give you an indication of just how much we're trying to study these incredible minds, learn from them and try to become better people over time. Hopefully everybody listening here is going to be really feeling the importance of that self-improvement and you might want to go out and buy this book yourself. I'm going to warn you, it can be a bit heavy in parts, but just work through it. You don't have to understand all of it, but the key thing is you got involved, you gave it a go. And if you want, just grab a summary. You can easily grab them. They're pretty cheap. Find a free one on YouTube, whatever you need to do. But make sure you try and learn some amazing things from this amazing book, guys. And of course, the second part of you know what, what we were promising here is, you know, let's just think about how we can then take those lessons forward into what we do in everyday life. So when I look at some anti-fragile thinking, I'm trying to think really anti-fragile about how to manage our household budget. Because for me, like one of the key points of comfort is going to be when we don't need to be looking at our salary every month, living fully paycheck to paycheck. It's going to be when we've got more of a buffer in place and we've got better management of our finances so that we can probably withstand a month or two of uncertainty, of volatility. So that's a really anti-fragile mindset you can have looking at your personal expenditure and your budgeting. Another incredible anti-fragile way of looking at things, guys, is thinking about your personal health. So, you know, we want to get to that point of self-improvement and getting healthier and healthier. So that as we get older, we continue to maintain our bodies and our mentality in a really fit way. Well, guys, great time to reduce the amount of alcohol you drink, reduce the amount of junk food that you consume and increase the amount of vegetables. Start learning a little bit, a bit more about your genetic programming. Learn a little bit more about the different health benefits of different superfoods. And let's just start experimenting. Really a great chance to be anti-fragile with your health. And then lastly, you know, let's think about how to get anti-fragile in our minds. So how do we learn through volatility to get stronger mentally? Hey, good old meditation is always there for us. It's free. You can do it anywhere. 
And if you really want the simplest way to start meditating, is to sit down in a, in a calm, relaxed posture, in a fairly quiet space, and just start breathing. And just focus on your breathing. And as you're breathing, and you might have different thoughts come into your head, you can just say, rather than building on the thoughts, you can just say the words, thinking, thinking, thinking. And very much, you're just going to start relaxing back into your breath. These are tips, guys, that could really, really help transform how you manage some of your day-to-day -day activities. And it can get us on that path to much greater personal progress. Guys, it's been brilliant, brilliant, brilliant to be with you today. Hopefully you've taken value from this podcast. Hopefully you can see why books like Anti-Fragile by Nassim Nicholas Taleb can have such a great impact on our lives. Because when we take those lessons and we really try to understand what is this person fundamentally saying or, or what lessons could I take from it? And then we just try and spin that into what we can do on a day-to-day -day basis to improve ourselves, the opportunities can be humongous. I've personally benefited a lot from the book. We're going to keep reading and we're going to keep sharing with everybody what it is we've been reading and our reflections. For anyone who's listening, please drop me a comment. Let us know what is it you're reading and what are some of your reflections. Or if you've got a book in mind that you're interested in reading, ask the question, have we read it? What do we think? We'd be really happy to share our views, guys. And look, as ever, please look after yourselves. Have a fantastic week ahead. And we look forward to joining you on the next podcast. Take care, guys.